this woman to watch movies, and do you take this man to talk about them? I now pronounce you a podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wife Watches. I'm the wife who watches. I'm the husband who is making her watch. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I want to provide some context for this film, some historical context. All right, hit me. The year is 1980. <laughs> Jimmy Carter. St- what no one knows. Oh. What no one knows is that when Jason says the year is 1980, he's putting his hands up as if he's setting the scene. He's but I, as if I'm in front of a large audience. And yeah. My hands are together. My eyes are closed. And then the year is 1980. Anyway, continue. I'm sorry. So. Anyway, the year is 1980. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Carter is still president, but the election is happening, and Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter are running against each other. It's about to change. Times are changing. I don't know if that's helpful for people, but in my mind, I like delineate. I think it is. Okay, I delineate like who's president, kind of like it defines different decades. The top song of the year was Call Me by Blondie. Call me. That's it. It's been three years since Star Wars has come out. It was incredibly successful so they moved into production pretty pretty soon after that first uh star wars film the movie this movie had some difficult like production problems george lucas personally financed a lot of it himself and has talked openly like during the making and afterwards about how if this had been a failure he probably would have lost so much money and never recovered as a filmmaker the movie had a difficult production initially received very mixed reviews it's now widely regarded as one of the greatest film sequels of all time and simply one of the most influential movies ever made what were you talking about the other day when you said we we went to see Frozen 2 uh-huh. and you were talking about what makes a great sequel? I think that's interesting. I think people will be interested in hearing Oh, that. yeah. Well, I, I base a lot of that off what people have said about The Empire Strikes Back. The best kind of sequels aren't necessarily repeating just a quote-unquote another adventure of the characters from a first movie, but putting them in new situations, expanding the mythos so you learn more backstory about other characters... And finding interesting pair-ups. I actually think elements of the second season of Stranger Things did this really well. Yeah. Where it mixed characters together in really interesting pairings. Mm -hmm. That's why I thought Frozen 2 did really well was it took on... Like the plot of the first movie, like her gaining those powers, it was like, well, let's go back and explain kind of how that happened. And I feel like that's what The Empire Strikes Back does really well. Oh, The Empire Strikes Back. The Empire Strikes Back. It's a really good sequel. The best sequels do that, rather yeah. than just repeat what the first one did successfully. I think that's kind of why people didn't really know how to, like, what to make of The Empire Strikes Back when it first came out. I would say it's responsible for the number one plot twist in film history, which you already know going into this just through pop cultural osmosis. Yeah. But no, I'm your father. There it is. I wonder how crazy that was to people watching that yeah. at the time. Courtney, you don't know anything that's going to happen. No, I, f- I feel like I know less. This is not the one with the golden bikini, right? No, um, I don't know. So now I know there's potentially a golden bikini. <laughs> but that's all you know about this movie going in. Yeah, that's all I know. Okay. Do you think you'll like it? Yeah, I do. Because you like, it's your favorite one. And we typically have similar taste. What do, what do you think you'll give it out of four Death Stars? Three. Yeah. Three. Three Death Stars? Yeah. What questions do you have going on? I want to know why you like it the most. Okay. Or can you not answer that? I can't yet. Um. So, yeah, I don't have any other questions. <laughs> do you remember what happened in Star Wars? It's been over a week. Yes, I do. They blew up the Death Star. I'm also going to show you the trailer and see if that gives you any more insights or what in general what you think about the trailer. Okay. It's a better trailer. 
Okay. Than the Star Wars one. So is it like <clears throat> a little bit more established, like as a series? At this or, point? Yeah. Because people love the first one, right? It was phenomenally successful. Okay. It was the most successful movie that had happened. It was huge. It was a huge success. Okay. So everyone was very geared up for this. I think expectations were very high. Well, listen, I'm excited. Prime conditions to watch this. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's go watch the trailer. Okay. Luke Skywalker and Han Solo rescued the princess, destroyed the Death Star, but their story didn't end there. What do you think? Get a lot of thoughts. You were talking quite a bit during it. I was. I'm interested in the claws. <laughs> there was hey, is a there monster. Any, is there anything else? There yeah. was a monster with claws. I'm interested in that. Um, I'm excited to see C-3PO again and R2-D2. Oh, with the Leia and Han stuff. Not as excited. I just don't like how they yell at each other. It bugs me. Those are two personalities I would just, I think if I were in the room, I would just be like, all right. You can have sexual tension without that. Uh, do we have Ewoks in this one? I don't know. Oh, she should. I think there are Ewoks in this one. Now, the creators of the biggest smash hit of all time bring you the next episode in the Star Wars saga, The Empire Strikes Back. What are the, what's The Empire Striking Back from? Sorry, from what is The Empire Striking Back? From bl- them blowing up the Death Star. Oh, that's, a, that's the right answer. The continuing story of our band of heroes. Harrison Ford's voice, did you like that? Yeah, that was funny, because he would be like, da 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 and then the next two would be like, and it's love story Our band of heroes. Yeah. That introduced, my favorite one is. And introducing Lando Calrissian. <laughs> Do you think he enjoyed doing that? No. <laughs> I wonder why he did this. He famously does not really enjoy these movies. I wonder if it's because they were like, you're the star of the show. His affectation, unless you know it's him. Do you, you think like, he. You could probably watch that trailer and not realize it's his voice. Do you think that he likes the new ones that come out? I have heard that he, for the longest time, just thought these movies were so dumb and whenever one would come up and talk to him. Like, he doesn't <laughs> care. But I, was, I can't remember what podcast I was listening to where they were talking about it, but they said he, he almost crashed his plane. Do you remember that? Yeah. Something happened. He, he landed his plane. Yes. It was very close call for him. And it was leading up to them making the new Star Wars movies. And this person was, it was just pure speculation on this person's behalf. But he was like, isn't it weird how when they were promoting that new Star Wars, Harrison Ford was so charming. He did all of like the circuits, all like the, like the talk shows. He like, did all of, like, did a bunch of bits on talk shows about the new Star Wars movies. And it's almost like that near-death experience made him appreciate the fans of things that he's done. Interesting. And it could have just been that, that he was getting a lot of money and was just doing what they asked him to, to just be charming, being a team player. The Empire Strikes Back. Coming to your galaxy next summer. Anyway, there's special edition versions that have been released over this movie, although this is the, the least altered of the original three. So there's not much different if you were to watch any of the different versions. But we watched the theatrical version. So what you're seeing is what audiences in 1980 saw. Again, this is a spoiler-heavy discussion of a movie from 40 years ago. (laughs) I love this movie. I'm excited! It's been a week since we watched... Six days. Yes. What did we watch? Empire Strikes Back. Yep. Did you like it? I, I did. I liked it a lot. 
What do you remember happened in it? You see Luke, and he's communicating with Han Solo, and he's on this big, huge animal in the snow, and then he gets taken by what appears to be an abominable snowman. What are those things called? They're called wampas. So a wampotable snowman. <laughs> he gets taken by that. It's a little scary. Were you actually scared? I just was kind of excited because I knew it was going to be kind of like thrilling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he isn't coming. He isn't coming back. And they're like, "Where is he?" And Hansel is like, "I'm gonna go look for him." So he takes his womp out. No, his tauntaun out. And eventually, the guys in the air find him, and he makes a little shelter, and he puts Luke inside the tauntaun. I thought it was cool. I liked it. I like stuff like that. Usually. Oh yeah, some guts. I like. I like some guts every once in a while. Some, some guts. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. So then they're like, we have to go because the Empire knows where we are. Oh, man. Oh, because they shot those little things. Yeah, the probes. Yeah, they shot probes. Do you remember where Luke goes? I don't remember where Luke goes. <laughs> so Luke goes and he meets, he's looking for Yoda. Who told him to look for Yoda? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi as a ghost. Oh, okay. Ghosty one Kenobi? Yeah, Obi-Wan-y ghosty. <laughs> Do you remember when he, the Wampa knocked him out and he was passed out and he sees the ghost of Obi-Wan? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I like how he used the force, too, to get his lightsaber and then cut himself out of that situation. I also like that part a lot. I like that. And then just falls. Anyway, he's in the swamp for most of it. I don't remember where Le- um, Han Solo and Leia are. Are they mostly on the Millennium Falcon? Yeah. they're do you, mem- do you remember they go through the asteroids? Oh, and, yeah, Because the Empire's, like, hot oh, on their tail. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So they get lost in the asteroids, and then they are, they figure out that they're, like, on, they think they're in a cave, but it's the tongue of that monster. Yeah. I thought that was good. No! I see it, I see it. We do! The cave is collapsing! There's no cave. Meanwhile, Luke is looking for Yoda, and Yoda's like, oh, I've heard of Yoda, come this way. And he, like, plays him for a little while. He's a little stinker, isn't he? Yeah, he's you, a little stinker. Do you remember him? He like playing with his flashlight. Oh yeah. And R two, they like are t- fighting over the flashlight, and he's hitting R two with the stick. And then he's trying to. Yoda's trying to teach him patience. Yes. And to pull his ship out of the swamp. I can't remember if Yoda does that or if Luke actually does that. No, Luke tries to. And he's like, I can't. Yeah, and then Yoda, um, it's a teaching moment. Yoda lifts it up. That's right. There's a great line in that where Luke's like, I don't, I don't believe it. That is why you fail. Pretty good. There's also something I've seen on Pinterest a lot. It's like a quote that people love. Oh, the try it's a one? Alright, I'll give it a try. No! Try not! Do! Or do not! There is no try. And Yoda's like, stay here and finish your training. He's like, I can't. I have to go save my friends. Yeah. So he leaves with R2-D2, and they go to the place that um, Luke, I mean Leia and Han Solo are, which is with Han Solo's friend. And he's like, I've known this guy. He's going to help us? Question mark? It turns out to be Empire has gotten there first. Yeah. But you don't find that out till later. 
Lando Calrissian. Calrissian. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like it's from like a soap opera. It sounds like a porno name. I'm Lando Calrissian. A- so then they put they carbon freeze him. Yes. Put him in a carbon freeze. Yeah. Uh, Han Solo. Uh-huh. Did you know that's because Harrison Ford was only signed on to two movies? And he wasn't sure if he was going to come back for a third one. So do we not know what happened right now? We don't know where Harrison Ford is? Boba Fett took him. Oh, yeah. To, Boba Fett. I forgot about him. To collect the bounty on him from Job of a Hut. Because that's why they were running in the first place. Because he was like them because they were rebels. But they were also like, there's a bounty on that guy's head. Yes. Okay. And Boba Fett's the one who found out where they were. So then it ends with Luke finding out that Darth Vader is his father. No, I am your father. No, I am your father. He gets his hand cut off, then he goes out the garbage chute, and the Millennium Falcon, driven by Lando Calrissian, and Leia, uh-huh. and Chewie, and C-3PO, uh-huh. and R2, uh-huh. catches him as he's like about to fall. He speaks out to Leia and she hears him. Oh yeah, using the Force? Yeah. Why does Leia have the Force? Are we going to find out? Maybe. Huh. And if you remember, Darth Vader has been killing his lieutenants throughout the movie. Uh-huh. Because they keep screwing up. Oh, yeah. I forgot to say that. He's a better villain in this one than in the first one. Yeah, because the other guy is more of a villain. The oh, cheekbones yeah, guy. Yeah, high cheekbones. Yeah. Cheeky McOldie. <laughs> How many stars out of four would you get? Did you this give This one, I would... I think the last one I gave three. Predicted you would give it three, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. I liked it better, though. So maybe if I were to... Can I change? No. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd give it four. So you liked it? I did. I really did. You had a good it. time. Mm-hmm. I Every time I watch the movie, it's just one fun scene after the other. The characters are a lot better defined, too. Yeah. Oh, this is something we talked about. Okay. I still don't like the Han Solo Princess Leia dynamic. Yeah. And we decided it was probably because... Or did we decide this in the last one? Probably like where I'm coming from, the decade that I come from, and like my placement in culture and history. He has a very pushy vibe. Which I I don't find charming whatsoever. No. It just bugs me. Although, would you say it was better in this one than in the first mm, one? No. I would say it's pretty much the same. Oh, I mean, he's not like physically grabbing her. Well, yeah, he did. To kiss her. He kind of does force himself on her. A bit. Yeah. I know. It's very... It's it's weird watching these the older I get. Uh-huh. The further away from that time period, the more I'm thinking, man, this is... I know. This, was this problematic? I mean, like, movies from, like, the 30s and 40s and 50s, 60s, like, all those decades, <laughs> just imagine, are kind of the same. Like, I'm thinking of... Um, I don't know why this is coming to my mind. The Quiet Man, have you seen that? No, I haven't. She's like nice. She's like very like that's what that relationship kinda reminds me of, where he's like kinda charming and kind of like not mean to her, but like teases her and she's like such a brat back and she keeps telling him no and like then they just are making out and then they're mad at each other. Like it's like that's like so many movies. Or there's even, I don't know if you remember this from the first Rocky. He He's really sweet to her, but then there's a weird moment when he kind of is cornering her on their date and then kisses her. I always just think, I guess my, my test of whether this is good or bad in like a situation like this is if the girl would feel like she, if she absolutely didn't want to go through with this, 
is she would feel unsafe trying to get out of it. So any kind of cornering makes me think, uh, that's not good. Uh-huh. And that's how that's how a lot of Empire Strikes Back was. Yeah. Well, not all, a lot of it, but some key... The key moment when they kiss in the ship, that's supposed to be kind of the turn in yeah. their relationship. And it's a lot of him being very aggressive and her having nowhere to escape to. It's a lot, it's a lot for a guy to just assume... <clears throat> Well, that, she says no repeatedly. Yeah. Stop that. Stop what? Stop that. My hands are dirty. My hands are dirty, too. What are you afraid of? Afraid? You're trembling. I'm not trembling. You like me because I'm a scoundrel. There aren't enough scoundrels in your life. I happen to like nice men. Nice men. I thought that was interesting because I can also see my mom being like, that's charming. Every every guy, I'm sure, assumes that they're Harrison Ford when no, they find themselves in that yeah, scenario. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. But I just mean, like, the the movie part of that, my mom watching that movie would probably be like, oh, cute. Well, did you like the um, I love you, I know? Yeah, I, I did like that. That's pretty good. I love that whole, that set is so great. Uh-huh. Lando Calrissian's like, house. Yeah, his house. <laughs> his lair? What is that place? It's uh it's the like the carbon freezing chamber. It's got some it's so good like Oh, but the whole thing is like a station, right? Oh yeah, the Cloud City. It's a city in the clouds. It's like a mining colony. But that set in particular with uh Mining like, in the sky? Huh. But that set it's in particular where they where they freeze Han Solo and have to fight. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. But you are not a Jedi yet. Yeah, you of, like, love that. Because of the smoke and the, like, the shadowing. A, do you have a poster of that? No. That would be cool. That would be cool. Something else I thought you might think is interesting is there's a lot of secrecy surrounding the Darth Vader father reveal. If you remember, Darth Vader tells Luke while Luke is hanging on that thing with his arm cut off, right? The only people who knew at the time of filming that he was his father was George Lucas, the director, Irvin Kirshner, and Mark Hamill, who plays Luke Skywalker. The actor in the Darth Vader costume didn't know, and the line that he told Luke that was in the script was, no, Obi-Wan killed your father. But they had told Mark Hamill what the real line was, and they were like, you react as if you're hearing, I am your father. So I guess there was those three, and then later when they redubbed it, James Earl Jones knew the line. So there were just a handful of people who knew what the actual twist was. And they was. never let that that actor in on anything who plays Darth David Vader. Prowse? No, yeah, he really got short shrift. He really did. Because I've shown you the scenes where he had his actual, you can hear his actual very British accent when they were filming the first Star Wars. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't tell him they were redubbing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that poor guy. Do you think they can do that anymore? I, it's so hard to now because people are so clued in. I try to stay away from spoilers in general. Yeah. Um, but it's it's pretty hard to keep things secret. But I think for a lot of movies, they do, a, I think, a pretty good job. I know with some of these later like Marvel movies, I'm pretty sure they either they had different scripts floating around for Avengers Endgame or they'd even gone as far as like shooting different takes of different like alternate endings and alternate scenes for characters to try to throw the people off the scent like reporters and people that look for leaks like that. Wow. And I remember when they had, I think it was for The Dark Knight Rises, 
when they had the script, when they finally wrote the script for the movie, they would have all the actors come in when they were first initially reading it, and they kept it in a room, and you couldn't leave. Like it was like when we watched the report with Adam Driver, like they couldn't leave the room with anything. Yeah. Like the script was there in the room, they could go in there and read it, and then they had to leave. That's I know. I don't know why people go out of their way to. Yeah. Like why? That's like know. ruining the experience for people. I guess some people genuinely don't mind. They like knowing the information, but I think it. I think it kind of hampers well, the actual the experience. I yeah. don't know. I knew I worked with a girl who liked knowing what the movie, what the plot of the movie was going into it, because for her it helped her appreciate the story more. So in a, for her, it enhanced the movie experience. But for me, I think it would kind of undermine my favorite part of a movie, well, which is like go, being surprised. The thing about that is like you can have both experiences. Like you can go in surprised, surprised and, and then go it. watch it again and enhance the story. That's a dumb... Hey, we are on the same page here. Yeah, I 100% right. agree. We're on the same team. Yeah. Oh, I also thought it was interesting that they... You told me they might have... People have speculated that they invented the Tauntaun thing. Because he'd been in his accident. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting. I don't know. They, they've pushed back against that saying that, that they just wanted like something exciting to happen to kick off the movie. Mm-hmm. But it also makes sense because he does look dramatically different. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Who is your favorite character in this movie? I still love R2. <laughs> He's good. I actually liked Lando Calrissian because I like when characters... I think it's interesting. So I wouldn't say he's my favorite, but like, I think it's interesting when characters flip like that. And you can tell he's trying, he's he's conflicted. Well, and he's like, I did the wrong thing. I just, I think those characters are very interesting. So I liked him. Um, Yoda's fun. Yoda is great in this movie. Uh Uh-huh. I loved the puppetry. I thought it was, I thought all the stop motion stuff was so funny and weird. Oh, sure. Like when the tauntauns, the back and forth of like close-ups to the... Tauntauns? T-O-N? Um, it is Ton and not Tom. Yeah, Tauntaun. Yeah, with an N. Tauntaun. Okay. Anna's and Nancy. Shout out, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Do you remember the Emperor? I probably should have just told you this at the time. I might have. That that was actually... It's a woman. That, that That's that the person who played the Emperor for a second in that movie. Uh-huh. It's actually a woman. And then a man's doing the voice. And they've superimposed chimpanzee eyes over the woman's eyes so they look especially buggy weird that's interesting are we gonna see the emperor more probably maybe oh my gosh what was your favorite part of the movie probably when they were on the tongue oh in the in the cave inside that big worm Uh uh-huh yeah that i was like what's gonna happen what is what's going on probably that part i'd seen the fight before with darth vader and luke skywalker Maybe if I had not known that he was his dad. I know. I kind of regret showing you that he cut, cut off his hand. I yeah, because I didn't know that until like, you showed me. Yeah, I feel like that would have been pretty shocking. But he got his hand back. I well, mean, he's got a robot hand if now. You didn't, oh, yeah. If they, you didn't know that was a thing, though, you would be like, oh, the hero's missing a hand now. Yeah. What part of the movie were you least engaged? If probably, you can probably when they have the fight, because I already know what happened. At one point, you were like, that's a great shot. Oh, yeah. It is like you were saying, like, the shots are great. The set's really great. It looks really great. But I, I knew it happened, so I wasn't super engaged. I, like, I just, it was pretty. I like that fight a lot because Luke is clearly over his head. And Darth yeah. Vader's just kind of messing with him. And you can tell 
do you remember at one part Luke kind of clips him in the arm? Yes. And then that's when Darth Vader's like, all right, this is over, and just cuts off his hand. Uh-huh. So you can just see how in control he Darth Vader is and how Luke is just so out of his depth. He, gets, he just gets the crap beaten out of him. He looks awful at the end of that fight. He does. <laughs> Do you, have any, do you have any questions going into the Return of the Jedi based off what happened in Empire? Um, since the Elnor, we get to see sexy Leia. That's true. She's been through a lot. The actress or <laughs> yeah, the character? Well, well, obviously the actress, uh, yeah. but the character. She's just like... I'll be interested to see how like the end of that movie and how we get to like Jabba the Hutt. And I find it interesting that Jabba the Hutt is not in all of them, but he's in the third one, but he's been mentioned in every single one of them. Yes, a, he's, gee, a he's a major He's a presence player. throughout the... Well, even the reason Han Solo agreed to fly them to the Death Star in the first movie is because he was trying to get money to pay him back. Well, should we watch the third one? I think so. Okay. Can you do your best Chewbacca? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Is that better than last? No. <laughs> Ewoks in this one? Holy shit. Yeah. I can't wait. Tauntauns are fun. I don't remember. <laughs> what about um the little the little hooded the, brown? Oh, the guy? Jawas. Yeah. Hootie! <laughs>